Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Nerds Adulting, your favorite nerdy podcast, as I like to say. Um, if it's not, I really don't care. I'm just happy you're here to listen to us. I'm <laughs> I am joined once again by Ruthie and Josh. I'm so happy to be talking to you all today. Josh and Ruthie, how are you all doing? Peter, hey, what's up, man? I'm doing good. Doing awesome. Good. Awesome. So today we're going to be talking about what's upcoming in 2021. I have picked various things revolving around tv movies and video games about what's coming up and we're going to discuss them ad nauseum there may be some things we've already discussed uh but and a few and a few uh recent news topics that have come up too as well but before we get into all that i want to kind of play a little bit of catch up and talk about since it is the new year i want to know about your guys's new year's resolutions because i have a few of my own um that were kind of kind of uh, revolve around being a nerd too as well so that being said, um, Ruthie, how have you been the past two weeks and what you got going on and what are some of your New Year's resolutions? Um, well, my last couple of weeks have been super busy, beginning of the year. So, you know, trying to, I don't know, it's kind of been like an evaluation point. Like what I do last year, I started doing this all freelance. So it's like, where can I improve? What systems can I put into play to make it easier? It's like a whole process there. I'm starting to pick out projects and different things like months ahead of time, you know. So that's cool. Um, so different things like that, working on a website build and different things like that. Um, what else? Yeah, that's that's a big part of it. Yeah, no, I'm <laughs> Actually, sure. Like, I, mean, I realize it's like a lot of things. Like I'm trying to also get, you know, like get ahead of the game. Yeah. You know how like you start the year, no matter what you're trying to do, you're trying to get ahead of the game at the beginning of the year. You're like, Let's get ahead of the game because we don't want like March to hit and be like, all right, this is going to be like last year. We're, <laughs> we stopped our resolutions. We're starting the downcline of like normalcy for the rest of the year. <laughs> like, so I'm trying to like be ahead of the game for that. So, um, but I'm looking, so I'm looking at like which projects and like, and this goes with my resolution for the year, I guess. My biggest resolutions for the year, I would just say in general, is like a good balance and better at time management, like for real, like, I know we kind of talk about that a little bit, you know, like everybody's like, Oh, I should be better at like being intentional with my time and managing my time. But now like working for myself, I've realized that there's nobody that's going to tell me what my deadlines are. There's nobody that's picking my projects and my time scales and is reminding me that like, Hey, you should take a break. Hey, uh, remember this project, like you didn't jot it down or remember you were going to reach out. Nobody's going to tell me that stuff. Like I have to be on top of it. So that's like a big part of like working for yourself. And so I need to get better at that and then get better at a balance. Cause I'm always so worried about that kind of stuff that I don't take time off. And when I mean time off, it's not just like, it's not just like, um, you know, like, oh, take Saturday off. But it's like when I'm off the clock, so to speak, I need to allow myself to be like off the clock because it's kind of like right now, let's let's say, oh, Saturday, I'm going to, I don't know, I'm going to game with some friends from like 3 p.m. to 6 p.m. If I get one single message about anything to do with Ruthie, if I get this or if this happens or even when I'm playing with them, I'll remember something. So I'll like go over and I'll be like making notes or something. So I'm distracted with my work when I'm still with them. You know what I'm saying? Like I can't switch it off. So that's one of my goals for this year. It's hard to Yeah. When you're on your time off. 
yeah, when I'm on my time off, I need to be off because I found out that after you keep going for so long and you don't let yourself have that thing like burnout and not decompressing, it starts to like compound a little bit. So those are probably my biggest things in the nerd world. Um, I'm going to devote one day a week, at least to streaming to where I'm trying one of my games in my library. Cool. <laughs> so, nice. so that way I cannot have this, like I have a hundred games in my library. I've never even played because <laughs> you buy them on sale and shit like that. We talked yeah. about this last time. Mm. So that's like probably my biggest nerd goal. And then also to like start whittling down like, um, TV shows and movies that like we talk about that I'm like, Oh, I never watched it. <laughs> you know, we're like, Oh, I need to watch that still. Um, cause it, the list just keeps getting longer and longer. So that's my goal. Start whittling down things that I always meant to watch and stuff like that. Nice. Yeah, I can dig it. Uh, you know, time management is, especially as a content creator and, and decompressing, I can only imagine like, I'm not nearly as you know popular as you and the podcast is still, um, it's, decently popular for where we started but Mm -hmm. i can only imagine someone that is as popular as popular as you are or even more so the struggle between decompressing and not you know and just taking time away from that platform from your content creation is just being a normal person i can can only imagine how difficult that could be um because even just Mm -hmm. me when i'm playing a game with my friends i'm like man should i be streaming this should i be recording this you know can i do something with this but then you know like I'm glad I don't, you know, I don't, I don't do that, you know, because that's what I was doing with NBA 2K for the longest time. But um, Josh, what about you, man? How, what are some of uh, your resolutions and what have you been up to past uh, week or so? So I have a lot of uh, stuff I want to do this year. They're not so much resolutions. I guess you could call them that because they're goals. I mean, whatever. Uh, I have, however, been keeping consistent with the one that most people fail, which is uh, physical fitness. So I am a generally uh, fit individual. Like when I say generally, I use that word very loosely. I have my fits where I'll not do exercise for whatever because I feel lazy and unmotivated. But as most people that listen to the show know, you know, I'm, I am in the military. And uh, But right now, due to COVID restrictions, uh, we're mandated to not conduct organized physical training sessions. So I just go to work at nine, but I'm still up before mm. then. But instead of taking it upon myself to go outside or even use the equipment that we have in the house, I've been kind of slacking on it and just been intermittent. But uh, I've gotten over that first two week hurdle that most people is like, that's the time frame where they quit. Because when they push, when you push yourself really hard, uh, when you start uh, exercising more, you're really sore. Like it's almost unbearable how sore you get when you first start so i feel like that's the time period where most people are like i can't do this because i think it's going to be a consistent thing but that eventually goes away and uh you just your your muscles get filled with you know lactic acid and blood and it's just a constant thing for you so uh but i am feeling better i've been sticking to it i'm happy with the small slow results that i am acquiring so i'm happy about that uh so is april Woo-hoo! uh and then but do you guys do couple work couples workouts and stuff? No, 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 no. We, I mean, sometimes I'll do stuff with her, but mostly yeah. it's I go to the gym with my with my other buddy because like mm. the work the fitness routine that him and I do are like really tailored to like a male figure. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um. So other than that, I have been trying to be more engaged in trying to stream. Uh, I saw I've been that. doing it. I noticed I've, I've that. Been do- 
been doing it a little more recently. I'm trying to figure out. It's really about like, because I'm not very much like it's very. I don't know why, but I'd rather watch pre-recorded content other than rather than live content, because live content like you guys were referencing it the other day, like sometimes it can be very boring. But there are some people that enjoy sitting there and like watching you play a game in silence if you're not talking. I mean, but those are I mean, there's there's a there's a there's a presence on Twitch for a reason. There's a presence on YouTube live, Facebook live for a reason. So uh, Mm -hmm. I'm trying to become a part of that. I'm trying to get more engaged in that aspect. I'm trying to make changes to my channel. I put a, uh, I've updated my channel a little bit, uh, moving parts here and there. Uh, I'm trying to learn on my own, obviously with video guides and and read read me's and stuff like that. How to use uh, DaVinci Resolve, which is a video editing software um, that is completely free, and a lot of people swear by it because it's uh, maybe like a, a half step down from like. After Effects and stuff like that, there's a lot of stuff you can do, and it's completely free, no pay paywall, nothing like that. Um, and I'm trying to get more into like making pre-recorded uh, YouTube content so that I can help broaden my reach as as time goes by. You know, um, I I could totally see you because um you I don't want to say because you know how YouTubers are very animated and they're like loud. Not I don't mean that in a negative light, but I could totally see your content transferring over onto YouTube quite well if you edit it well and edit it like to fit your because I think that's how I imagine a lot of people when they're playing games is they have lulls in their gameplay and then you know they have moments in the game where it's super exciting so like if you're just meandering around and exploring that can sort of be boring I would think so you can like cut through those and get to the exciting parts and I think you're I, I honestly think that your stuff would transfer well to YouTube if you can you edit so? it just right yeah, um, yeah. watching well, your streams I have, your streams aren't learn. bad though I, I like your streams your streams are good and I've watched some of your VOD so yeah. Thank you. It's skin. Oh, All right. Yeah. yeah. You do get very animated, though. Like, I get yeah. what Pete's saying. Like, I, and yeah. it, it, honestly, there's like an audience for all of it because I know Pete was like, I don't know. I feel like it's boring at times. But like, honestly, like, I watch so many streams that are like Pete's where it's just like some chill music. And the person is not getting like all crazy and because I do watch people that stream like Call of Duty all the time as well. So like those guys are like. They'll play high energy music. They'll be yelling. You'll hear like, you'll hear like all these guns and stuff. And I'm like, okay, that's my vibe today. Trying to get shit done. And then there's times where I just need somebody like Pete, who's like sitting there like, where you guys got dad jokes. Let's let's talk (laughs) about dad jokes. What is this? Uh, Let me hoe this, you know? Okay. Yeah. Where, where is, where is Abby? I can't find her. Like, but he's just like soft voice. So I'm like, listen to him. Stardew Valley background music. Like, some days I just want that chill vibe, you know, and stuff. And I'll pop in the chat a little bit. Like it, there's a, there's a time and a place for like both. Like I get yeah. it. Yeah. So, but yeah, you're animated. I could see you doing that and stuff. Like, I don't know why I love that clip so much of you getting scared, but when you flick that in amnesia, that clip that I did, when you flick that switch and you're like, let's go. And you like <laughs> are so stoic the whole way. And then as soon as the door shuts and you're safe, you're like, uh, and you like bite your knuckles and you're like, I made it. You're like, just so like, but it's funny. So, yeah. yeah. Well, that's, that's interesting. Cause yeah, I think Josh, you and I have a lot of um, similarities in what we want to do. So yeah, like since I've, since for the last two years, I've been fairly fit and I eat right. And then for whatever reason, we moved in July to the new house and I literally did nothing physically, like no physical activity. I just 
I mean, I didn't eat, I wasn't eating particularly well. So probably the last five, six months, um, I kind of like, I don't want to say let myself go, but I'm a little thicker in certain areas, you know, on the little, on the sides and stomach's not yeah. quite as toned as it used to got, be. Got a pouch, a pouch. Yeah. Call yeah. It a pouch. <laughs> I got a little, little pouch going, a little pooch. But, um, <laughs> so yeah, I, uh, I, I'm definitely with you on that. I, I've started up my regimen. I usually do a lot of at home workouts. So my, my go-tos yeah. were P90X, Insanity and, and Insanity Max 30. So that's what I'm doing now is Insanity Max 30. And I'm quite sore because I just started yesterday and I did my, Second workout today. See, so, yeah, I'm I'm down with the I'm down with getting more fit um, and getting back into the active lifestyle again. I also have, uh, plan to stream more in a more consistent basis on certain times. And unlike you, I like doing the the streaming because I really enjoy talking to people. Like, so there's this guy uh, Thomas that I met when I was doing my Gundam streams, which was your suggestion uh, when I was uh, doing the, the Gundam build stream. And I met Thomas, and then uh, V Twin came to hang out with me, and then I got to know them a little bit. And I love that. I just love meeting new people. I mean, Thomas was. I hope I'm not outing him or something, but he's he's from. Uh, um, Europe and you know he was in the military and so you know I really enjoy that aspect and it's more of like community building for me I want to make friends I want to get to know you I want to bring entertainment to you I want to have a good time joke around right. you know even though my humor is dry and sarcastic you know I'm not animated uh quite like how you are you know you know what I mean so I'm a very dry humor guy that's just how I am right. you know very sarcastic oh my god it's a baby yeah <laughs> um and so that's what I plan to do that more th- this year. And then all I really did, so I did this little project where I made, I posted on my social media and into our Discord. I made these little, um, so Ruthie, remember we were talking about silencing the, the corner and you were, we were talking about blankets and, and I had bought some previously for my mm-hmm. server closet. And what I did was I just basically framed out using uh, one by twos and they're about five feet by two feet. And then I stapled them. Uh, I cut the blankets and I wrapped it around it and I stapled them on the backside and I just hung them up on my wall and I thought it turned out pretty cool and I don't quite get that echo. You yeah. probably I don't know if you can hear it. You but can see it now. Yeah, yeah, you, you can, can see. see it right yeah, that's right. Uh, for people in the Discord, I have uh, this is just basically a, bl- a thick ass blanket. Which the hardest part of making that was cutting the blanket because I bought these shitty scissors and that was yeah, a pain yeah. in the ass. Was was cutting because mm-hmm. they're so thick. Uh, yeah. But it, it turned out well and uh, hopefully the audio sounds better because I noticed. I'm I'm sort of like you guys know I'm a stickler for certain things and I'm I'm very overcritical of of my content and the content that that I'm responsible for. So this is ours, but I edit it and everything. So if I hear like an echo or something sounds like I'm in a hallway, it really drives me crazy. And it's kind of like what I was getting at. Right. Um, I think now it'll sound a little bit better on top of some of the things that I, that I learned. So, but yeah, that's, I want to, I just want to work out more, eat a little bit healthier, stream some more, meet some new people. And um, yeah, that's what I'm looking forward to in 2021. Um, All right. So now we've got our resolutions and we talked to, uh, we've caught up a little bit. I do have some news topics I want to get to. We don't need to spend a whole lot of time on them, but I thought they were pretty interesting um, for some stuff that has come up since we last recorded. Are you all ready to dive into that? 100%. All right, cool. So, I don't remember who it was. I apologize with someone in our Discord uh, throughout that Bethesda was uh, announcing an Indiana Jones game. So I, I looked it up and yeah, man, there's an Indiana Jones game coming. I don't know if it's coming out in 2021. And there was only like a short clip that I saw. So uh, yeah, that's pretty, I think that's pretty cool. I mean, when was, when was the last time we had, you know, an Indiana Jones game? Even if people are saying it's going to be like a, a Tomb Raider or Uncharted knockoff, I'm like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> it's Indiana Jones. It's so. indie. Yeah, Tomb, Raider exactly. and Tomb Raider and Uncharted are like they 
were inspired by that. Yeah, like, right. yeah, yeah. Don't get. I don't flipped. care what anybody says. Like <laughs> somebody was like, "Oh, you know, like that puzzle in Indiana Jones." Yeah, we'll do something like that. Like I know that that happened somewhere. Yeah, I, th- I agree. But yeah. no, I'm hyped. I'm hyped. I've I've always been an Indiana Jones fan. So love Indiana really, Jones. I, yeah. Yeah. So I got like a thirty second know, trailer. That's all I know. We got. It's like yeah. I know it's like kind Ray of Moore. like off the beaten path, but like kind of like a cool little fun topic. A, like fun fact about Indiana Jones. I forget which film it is, but in the scene where Harrison Ford is fighting that dude in the in the marketplace and he whips out the sword and he's like doing all these moves and Indiana Jones just pulls out his revolver and shoots him. <laughs> so there was actually a 15 minute fight scene, like choreographed fight scene between them that was supposed to happen. But Indiana Jones or Harrison Ford was actually sick that day on set. So he was like, why don't I just pull out my pistol and shoot him? Like I'm tired and like, the production team was like, "Yeah, do that," and then that's how that how that's how that ended up in the movie. Just because he was sick, instead of doing this huge yeah. choreographed fight scene that they were supposed to. That's do. That's funny. That's yeah, great. I remember that because yeah. his like whole attitude because he wasn't feeling good that day, and then at the same yeah. time he's like, the whole Indiana Jones has been chased all over the city, so he felt Indy was tired of it too. He's like, "Screw it." <laughs> exactly. Boom. So like yeah. went well with the character and the situation. So I don't know. I just thought it was a cool little fun fact. Yeah, no, bad, right. I'm gonna I'll back off right now. Oh, you're fine. I would say like based on the trailer being 30 seconds and the fact that they have little to nothing other than like who's kind of heading it and who's and like it's machine games and stuff. I'd say we're at least probably three years out. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that's uh, we've got the, we start building the excitement for it and we know it's coming. So I think a lot of I think I think I saw some people were worried about the new Skyrim game, but um, I'm not worried about the new Skyrim game myself, but um all i'm gonna say is release it when it's ready <laughs> uh, and if nobody ever makes that just, mistake again because of cyberpunk we can all be thankful <laughs> yeah <laughs> learn <laughs> yeah learn from the mistakes of of cyberpunk um so we also got another video game announcement which was which was pretty cool um Ubisoft announced that they're making an open world Star Wars game. This is sort of sort of a twofer. So this means that not only is Ubisoft making a new Star Wars game, this also means that EA no longer has exclusivity to Star Wars video games. So I thought that was also pretty interesting and kind of cool. Um, but immediately it got bashed because I guess Division wasn't as good as everyone had hoped it to be. I didn't really get into the Division. I have played them both, but I don't know. What do you guys think? I'm always about more Star Wars. Right? I don't even care. <laughs> I right. just don't even care. Like, I'm not even going to act like it's like <laughs> like I have a standard. I will always check it out. <laughs> so actually, uh, I should have incorporated this in my in our riffraff area. But April and I, over the course of the last like 10 days, have back to back watched all the Star Wars films. So like everything is like fresh in April's mind. Everything is fresh in my mind. But also everything is like all the stuff that like she didn't understand it was like i don't understand but she's sitting there like rooting she's like do it like and she like gets the joke now like i explained to her if you ever see me like right do it now you get the reference and it's funny because like right when palpatine says that to anakin he's like do it like (laughs) to kill count dooku like immediately after she started giggling and she was like do it and i was like i love you like (laughs) so so now she's she she gets all the memes. She understands all the jokes now. She's 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 part of the clan, you know. Was so it the, the as, absolute power? Did she get that one yeah, out too? Yeah. As 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 you know, as angry as I am with the uh, Star Wars and what they've done and film wise, like it's still kind of cool to experience that with her. So yeah, that's that is cool. Um, 
Yeah, I was actually more surprised at the fact that there is no more uh, EA exclusivity, which is, I just hate exclusivity, period. I mean, in general, I know I'm a Sony fan and I, I love my PS5 and PS4 and they have their own games, but I kind of like the way, I kind of appreciate the way they built those franchises up. You know, they, they built them from the ground up. The, it wasn't like they went out <clears throat> and bought a bunch of companies to uh, create what they are <laughs> for what they've already done on their own. Um, but no. Right. I'm just happy. I was just happy that the the exclusivity is gone. Although I will say EA has kind of made up for it. Like we all know Battlefront two and the microtransactions and, and what the, the debacle that happened with that release, but they have transformed that game into a very popular and um, I guess uh, they brought it back from the ashes, so to speak. And so it's actually a good game now. Essentially, it's uh, free. It's free right now on Epic yeah. Games. And then we had Jedi Fallen Order, which I I absolutely loved. I really enjoyed that game. And, um, and then Squadrons w- with the VR support and everything, it looks great and plays great. And it's been critically a critical success. So give all the hate that we give EA, they can have. They have sort of. I think done well with that franchise, but I'm happy that no, there's no more exclusivity. So, um, yeah. all right, moving on. So I don't know if you all saw um, GeForce or NVIDIA announced the GeForce RTX 3060, <coughs> which will be $329 um, available in February. But at the same time, they also announced that <laughs> RTX GP- GPUs will remain in short supply until April at least. So I have some thoughts about this, but I'll let you guys, uh, I'll hand it off to you all. What do you all think about that? I'm doing a reversal and handing it right back. Like my I, 20, got, I got, my, <laughs> uh, my 2060 was That's more expensive. <laughs> I thought it was a funny announcement though. Like I yeah. was like, wait a minute. I don't, it's available in February, but they're like already like dudes, it's going to be limited. Like, and I'm like, <laughs> what? Okay, yep. that's, so, that was just my thought when I saw that. Like, hey, guys, we got this new thing coming up, but you won't be able to probably get it, so good luck. Yeah, like, exactly. That's what so I thought. So we're going to release it in February, but we're not actually going to give it to you right. until April. Only YouTubers so, like, will you get can, it, though. You can pre-order it in February, but uh, I'm not. Uh, we're not shipping anything till April. No, no, I don't even think you can pre-order it because you can't. Oh, they, really? GPUs, from my my experience, you can't even pre-order them. You have to like they'll tell you when they're about to release. Like with the the new um, AMD chips, the new uh, Ryzen, not Ryzen, um, the new uh, whatever AMD GPUs that came out. They basically just said this is about when they're going to release, and then you have to rely on either refreshing constantly or for like other Discord servers that usually there's like Discord servers that will let you know when they when they launch and they give you the link. So um, I could be wrong, but I don't think they're they're heavily uh, pre order like pre ordering available that way. Um, but I just think it's kind of like you have another thing too. The only thing I'll say about this that really frustrates me is you have all these. You have the the RTX 3090. You have the RTX 3080. You have the I think the 30 T 3080 Ti was announced. I know the 3060 Ti was announced, and then you got the 3060 announced. It's like, but no, you can't make any. You can't make enough for any of these for people to purchase them. So why are you making and announcing more, you know, versions of this GPU? And it's just really frustrating to me. Like just focus on. Honestly, I think they'd be better off just focusing on the the 3080 and the 3090 and leaving it at that because people are still buying the 3080 for over a thousand dollars. That's more than five hundred dollars above MSRP. Like if you go on eBay right now, they're selling for almost twelve hundred dollars. Like it's insane to me so that people money. are yeah. And so, and I've been a- actively tracking, even though I did get a 3090 myself, I because I had a bot and you know I just got lucky. It was like pure luck that it worked and. 
I've been actively tracking this. I don't think I've seen one restock for 3080s on Best Buy since before, like two days before Christmas or two weeks. And there may have been one on um, the 3090. But it's like they are so scarce right now. And so it's a little bit frustrating. Um, oh, at my, my local Best Buy, uh, I went into the other day because I was seeing if they had the, the Quest 2 in stock. Yeah. Because it's a nightmare to get right now. Still. Um, so, uh, I mean, I do have one ordered, which actually is kind of funny. It tells me it'll be arriving on Thursday, but then you go to the actual item page and it says won't be in stock till the 27th. That makes no sense, but whatever. Um, so anyways, I went to go see if they had the quest in stock and I go over to their parts section and it's just cleaned out literally with little sticky notes on every part of the window this item is in high end demand. We will not, we do not know when we'll be stocked again. Like, and I'm like asking people like, do you guys know when you're going to be getting these parts in? And they're like, this guy literally looked at me and was like, dude, like, come on. Like, you know, I don't know how to tell you the answer to that question. <laughs> you're probably like the 50th person that day to ask him that question. He's just like, dude, yeah. get the fuck out of my face, man. <laughs> get out of my face. During Go this somewhere. time where so many people are trying to like upgrade their parts and all the, like the influx of, of people trying to use like, technology for gaming or or communication or whatever <laughs> like people at best buy are probably like yo i hate i hate my life right now like yeah there's a dude that just... posted a video it was like he was like so pissed off because people were asking about ps5s and he like posted this whole rant on tiktok or something it was pretty funny actually no uh, i'll have to check that out yeah i've i don't i don't have a tiktok <laughs> i don't i just saw it on yahoo so and oh, okay yeah don't don't at me about my yahoo usage my friend's bash me all the time because i use yahoo for for news so um anyways <laughs> moving on the last news topic so we kind of already referenced it seems like i think cyberpunk's gonna be the new metal gear for at least for 2021 because we're talking about it again but they did announce mm-hmm. uh so my my top my title for this was cyberpunk 2077 course correction question mark so they had not, they released a video apology um and then they uh also they kind of explaining like what happened and then they released a schedule which looks quite interesting because they put the both hot fixes on there which is a 1.06 which is out now but then if you look at the timeline it's like patch 1.1 or 1.2 it's like the end of 2021 so that means we're not going to get another patch and i don't know what console this is for but we're not going to get another patch until uh until I guess the end of the year, towards like November, they don't even put dates on a timeline, but it's toward the end, like the back end. Of well, hold, well, hold on. Why do you why are you assuming November? Where does it? Where did you get that? Because if you look at the from? timeline in the notes, it ends. Well, maybe I'm misread. Maybe I'm misreading it, but I'm, I think they just shortened the 2020 to 2021 time frame because it's like irrelevant. So it's just come. It's, it's like it's out when it comes out. <laughs> like it's um, irrelevant. I think that the. 1.1 and 1.2 because in the video he said within the next 10 days and another one following it and the second patch following it shortly after within two weeks like but the, he said that that one was going to be like significant like a significantly mm. larger patch and then after that they're going to have the free uh dlcs and updates and improvements come along as r- problems occur i'm pretty sure they don't have anything scheduled other than like uh situational based patches but the two batch patches that they have coming up now he said would be in 10 days from the release of this of this video like he said that so yeah, i don't I think like that, the way that the map is drawn to be honest i don't think right? it doesn't yeah. visualize because to me the way it's cut up like if anybody's like sees it 
the way the free DLCs and then the next one is like the next gen console thing. It's almost like they took the year and cut it into three pieces. So for me, the year in three pieces means four months between each section. So the fact that he's uh, like yeah, in okay. 10 days, in the fact he's like in 10 days, we're going to release patch one. So I would think patch one and patch two would be like February, March-ish, you know, then you'd get the free DLCs. You like, so I'm saying just the way it's visualized, drawn there. I well, don't if like you're, it. If you're dividing it by four, I guess you could say quarters. Yeah, I thought like quarters, first, but first there's quarter, just like three yeah. lines. But yeah, no. Anyways, yeah. Sorry, that's, I don't like the way it's drawn. Oh yeah, I'm with you. It's just, it was kind of weird looking at it. Even I, I, I totally misread it though. I think Josh, you were more right about the time frame. But did you also see? That, we need to spend a lot of time on it because I, I just Bloomberg, Jason Schreier, for who used to work at Kotaku now works at Bloomberg, had an article where he interviewed like 20 people, and basically all this stuff came out. And then um, they responded. I forgot his name. The I think the the director or one of the high level people at, at CD Projekt Red came out and responded to it. But then. What came out before that was Jason Schreier reached out to them and said, hey, I'm going to publish this article. Do you have a response to this information that I have? They said, no, we don't. But then they decided to respond after the fact. And it's just like all this drama that's surrounding this game. It's just like, oh, my God. Like, I don't I, I want the game to succeed still. I still want it to succeed. I think they have. I think it's a good game the way it is now. It's got a lot of issues like Josh has previously said. And I don't know if they're going to be able to fix those issues. But overall, I think the game is pretty good, at least on PC. I but think man. the game is good, too. I think it has good, good, great bones. Yeah, exactly. It's all, it's all, it's all body, no, no limbs yeah. right now. So I don't know. I just thought I mean, you all saw that. I didn't, I didn't. There's a Bloomberg article. You should read it. He actually, Jason Schreier is a fantastic, fantastic uh, reporter for when it comes. He's been doing it for a long time. He even wrote a book. I've been following him in his career for quite some time. And he wrote a really good article about it and uh mm-hmm. you should check it out. But I think my thing, like I, um I know you guys were kind of talking about it. I think my thing about the cyberpunk, like this whole announcement they did, I was just like, okay. Like is it just me? Like is it just me? Like basically they said, hmm. So what had happened was, <laughs> but really it was just their way of saying yeah, we probably still should have waited. Like, I feel like, I don't yeah. know why this is such a like thing. I think they're trying to like, I guess they're trying to like maybe bump up their cells and get like people like to be back, like get back in good graces. Yeah. But they literally just said the same thing they've been saying and that everybody else has been saying since they released, which is we should have waited. We shouldn't so, have done that. I feel like there's a lot of pressure that comes from a fan base, right? So. We all know, like, what happened with, like, The Last of Us. Like, sure, there's, uh, there are people, and I think that these people are the minority in this kind of situation. There are people who will say, oh, uh, I'll wait 25 years, I don't care. Like, as long as it's good when you give it to me. I know that's an it's insane amount of time, but you understand. Yeah, yeah no, um, I get what you're saying. But then there's other people that like, you have four days, your move. Like that will straight up be like, if you don't release this game, I know where you live. I will come for you. So I feel like the more appropriate response, instead of him being like, it's on me for approving the release and like uh, ignoring the state that it was in for console versions. I don't understand why he didn't get up in front of the camera and be like, yo, man, you guys are fucking mean, all right? Like, you guys are mean, and you bullied me, and you wanted it, so I gave it to you. This is your fault. Like, 
I, I feel like the people that pressure games to be released are as much at fault because, like I said, there's a lot of pressure. Like, oh, it is. Our, our developers are putting us in crunch time because we need to get the game out. <clears throat> but it's also because fans are vying for it. They're going insane. They're like, I need it now. Like, it's yeah. cocaine. Think, and they're like, yeah. oh, my goodness. So I feel like the consumers... <clears throat> On a partial, uh, a partial stance on it, it are as, are to blame as well for the condition that this game is in because they're impatient and they make demands. And uh, they, I, I'm pretty sure CD Projekt Red, with the hundreds of millions of people that are fans, the last thing that they want is negative press, and now they're getting it for trying to please the consumer. Yeah. I guess in a way. Yeah. No, I I totally get like as a creator, I get that. You know, and stuff like that. It's just like when a good movie comes out too, and they're all like, "We want a sequel," you know, and stuff. And people are yeah. like, "You know, you get a sequel two years later," and they're like, "Man, the sequel is shit." Right? But then exactly. Like, then you get a and sequel then- like ten years later, and people are like, "Yeah, they did all right." People yeah. just want like that. They have that ooh shiny thing, and I think twenty twenty was a year for that. Everybody's got that ooh shiny disorder. Like, yeah. Oh, what's this? Ooh, is this? Like, oh, we could get something new. And I think. So, like, I know we talked about it last time, but I think for Cyberpunk, there was a lot of pressure because so many people like game sales and everything, all electronic and digital media went up in sales. So it was like the time. Right. And they kept like putting it off and stuff like that. And so anyways, like I get it. I It's not like I'm mad at the them, but at the same time, I'm like, you just came out and basically said what you've already said. But I get it. He's trying to like, they're trying to still try to abate all of that negative press and trying to be like, listen, we promise we're going to make it better. We're trying, you know, like I get it. But it's still at the same time, I just felt like it was everything they've already said. It was kind of like a broken record to me. Yeah. So eh. this, is, this is the last thing I'll say today about Cyberpunk is that No Man's Sky is a very, was in a very similar position. Not near, Didn't have quite the buildup, I don't think, as Cyberpunk. But Absolutely. I will say... I will say No Man's Sky was in a very similar situation, and I liked what Sean Murray did. Sean Murray didn't say shit. He kept his mouth shut. They went back to work and made the game much, much better. Granted, yeah, not completely the same, but I don't think if I was if I was CD Projekt Red, I would be like, I would just shut the fuck up, get back to work, and just quit putting stuff out there. Because it's just backfiring, you know? That's just yeah. my take on it. So, um, All right. So you guys ready to move on to uh, what's upcoming in 2021? Absolutely, Peter. Yes. Let's do it. There's that that Josh pizzazz that I demand. So I mean, so you, there me. there was some <laughs> while you were at the, in the bathroom, but it's cool. All right. Well, I'll I'll go back and uh, and I'll listen to it and then I'll just cut it and <laughs> put it in there so it fits properly. But um, all right. I'm gonna shotgun this. So the, my my plan is I'm gonna go through the list of this stuff and then we can talk about which ones you all think are the most interesting or most engaging. Does that sound like a plan? Very good. Okay. Yeah. So. Ruth, this is funny because Black Widow is set to release May 7th. Uh, a little deja vu for that one. So our first episode was looking up ahead to 2020. And this was on that list when I went back and looked at the oh notes. My. Yeah, no, <laughs> like all your lists here, like the list of things we're going to talk about. Uh-huh. I, in my head, I was thinking, dude, like so long ago, these were supposed to come out. Or like, I yeah. feel like 2020, like reading this, like I'm not trying to like divert here. No. But like if anybody else looked at this list, like you, the movies we're going to talk about. I felt like I was in a fucking time machine. Like yeah. I'm like, what happened? Like, am I the only one? Because like, uh, the no, Quiet you're not. Two? I was looking. I was looking. I was like, that's not out. Out? Yeah, what? exactly. Like five or six of these. It was like Quiet Place Two, 
Um, yeah, and then the Black Widow, like all of these movies, I was like, this stuff never fucking came out. Like, did everything yeah. just stop? Like, and I'm, but the bad part is, is like, I've told you guys, I'm the worst, like, at keeping up with stuff. And I think part of this was there was like no movie theaters. A lot of things stopped. A lot of like editing, meeting up and physical and actually being able to work changed this. But some of these, I'm like, this didn't come out. Like, it's still not out. I feel like this was two years ago we talked about this stuff. <laughs> like, so anyways, yeah, yeah, no. But yeah, yeah, no, yeah, Blast from the Past, the whole Black Widow thing. Yeah, that yeah. was like one of the first. <laughs> yeah, that was in our first episode we ever did together. Yeah. We talked about Black Widow. So that's set to release May 7th. You have Fast and the Furious 9 set to release May 28th. You Don't have care. Uh, Quiet Place Part 2, April 23rd. Top Gun Maverick is July 2nd. Uh, I have some thoughts about that one. Dune uh, is October 1st, uh, almost a whole year later. So this is an interesting one that I'm actually just kind of catching up on was Mortal Kombat. That's set to release on April 16th. Um, and then MI7, there's not a whole lot of information about this one because they're still filming, but that's due out November 19th. And then you also have The Eternals finally coming out November 5th. So that being said, those are the biggest movies that I that came to mind that are coming out this year. So I'll let you guys decide on where you want to go with those. I mean, if we're just shotgunning... I hate to say it, but um, I'm over Fast and the Furious and Mission Impossible. Oh, yeah. I'm 100%. I d- really? <laughs> I cannot <laughs> believe it. That's it. Podcast <laughs> over. <laughs> I'll, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Go, no, go no, ahead. No, no. Yeah, I want to no, hear I what just, you had to say. It's just Fast and the Furious. Like, what else can they do? <laughs> I'm just like, uh, clearly. Just same thing. Like, okay. They can go to space. John Cena is Vin John Diesel's Cena. brother. Like, <laughs> And you know what? They always suck you in with these. And here's the point. The fact that every movie they have, they have to pull in another star power to get people in there. Like, let's be honest. When was the last time? Like, I think it was the first three Fast and the Furious. And then after that, almost all of them has had a quote unquote special, like either villain or new person on the crew that's like bringing in star power. Like they've had the rock. They had Jason Statham, which I even got sucked in with that. And Idris Elba with, uh, Idris Elba. Yeah. They had like, exactly. Like they've had to pull in somebody every single movie because they've diverted so much for, from the like original, what made fast and furious. So great. I think like now it's just a movie with like cars and explosions. Yeah. Yes. I drew, I drew the line at, uh, at that, (laughs) 350 mile runway all right that's, look, that's where i drew look, that line look i gotta say i just i can't get enough of fast and the furious man hobbs and shaw minus hobbs and shaw that movie was just complete trash it was just a horrible movie but really i, I hated hobbs and shaw it was just i, didn't I didn't want it. i don't want to get into it it's just not look man there's some movies where i just throw all my expectations to the wind and i just sit back and enjoy it like yeah i get like, it I tokyo get it. drift is like a dumb ass movie but i exactly someone in our chats is right sonny so tokyo drift is one of my all-time favorite fast and furious movies but it's really fucking dumb but i love that movie i love all the, the final uh, it. fast it's like fast a, and furious. i get it yeah. it's just like a, yeah you just sit there and you enjoy it. it's <laughs> i mean it's the same board. thing people that have Drift. watched like <laughs> I mean, like, I think it's a, this, even though they're different, like, I guess it's kind of similar to like Adam Sandler movies or Will Ferrell movies. You go in, you know what you're expecting. Yeah. So you're expecting cool cars, cool car moves, explosions, plot that doesn't make you think too much. And then just like dumb laughs yeah. to have with your buddies. Like, I get it. I'm not, I'm like, I'm not talking down to you in that sense, but I'm saying you go in, you know what you're expecting. You want to watch that. 
It's great. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm not it. looking for that big ass forehead. I'm not looking for. <laughs> I'm just over it. Yeah, right, right, right. I remember that. Yeah. I'm not yeah. looking for Shawshank Redemption with the Fast and the Furious. Yeah, 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 movies, yeah, right? no, you exactly. know, so. I get you. I get um, you. I've watched so many B horror films. I get it. It's like, why yeah. you watch this trash? Because I love it. Yeah. I love it's, it. <laughs> and I got to say, man, I was going through all these trailers and I was putting this together, man. Like, I was getting hyped for a lot of these movies. Like, like Black Widow. I watched that again. And I was like, man, like, these trailers get me. Like, I, I was watching, like, you know, this. it's like the same like uh formula every time right like it's just, oh, it it's is. actually a really good podcast that imaginary worlds did talking about the art of trailers but man i was getting hyped putting this together i was like man i cannot wait top gun maverick i was like man that looks great <laughs> i was like give me more fast and the furious so i don't know but would you guys all the things you guys are saying about fast and the furious i totally get 100 percent. but i am I am on board. Give you're me more. Yes. Yeah, you're I'm like, here for give it. To me. No, it's, I can respect that. I really mm. can. It's kind of like when you were like, Star Wars game, what do you think? I'm like, I'm here for it. I don't even, I don't care. I'll be there. Like, take my money. <laughs> take my money. <laughs> take my money. Like, I'm, let me let me check this out. Like, no, I get you. I get you. No. That's funny. <clears throat> All right. So Mission I'm Impossible. Of... Oh, sorry. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say Mission Impossible. It just makes me think of, I don't know if y'all have watched the movie. Um, oh, shit. Now I'm not going to be able to think of the name of it. Who's in it? We could we, uh, we could play this game all day. Stiller, Robert Downey Jr. Remember Robert Downey Jr. is the Black Soldier? Oh, oh um, Tropic Thunder. Yeah, Tropic I was Thunder. Watching okay, remember last when night, he does Scorcher? Like he's like Scorcher, yeah. and he goes, and then he did it five more times. Yeah. Was like Scorcher, <laughs> three, four, five, six, seven, eight, and then the last one was like, but this time things go cold, and then the planet goes to ice, yeah. and it's just like that's what I feel like Mission Impossible Seven is. I, he did it once. He's like he did it seems, twice. Seems like somebody left the refrigerator open. Yeah, he <laughs> like, left the fridge open, and it's like little polar bear babies that he's holding. Like he had two of them. He had like two of them that time. Yeah, Mission Impossible Seven is I, like, and then he did it seven more times which scorcher <laughs> supposed to be making fun of mission impossible that's why it's like but yeah no that's no, how i feel about mission impossible my god you, that's perfect you know how i feel about fast and the furious i feel the same exact way about mission impossible give <laughs> give me more mission impossible expecting. yeah exactly do it, do well it. i love exactly. the last one the last two were just like man those are my I could watch those all day, every day. The last two that came out, so um, that had Superman in it, like oh Henry Cavill. In oh, I I didn't watch him, but I actually did hear like considering that they're so much later in Mission Impossible, I did hear they were really good, like yeah. with Cavill, yeah, and stuff like that, or Cavill, however you say his name is. But mm. I say Cavill. Like, is it is it Cavill? I don't know. I, I say Google Cavill. It. I say Cavill. But okay. I've heard ca- I've heard it both ways. I really I have. So I don't. It doesn't. Just like how he said. Um, What'd you say? How'd you say his name earlier, Josh? You said, I say Idris Elba. Yeah, that's I what say I say. Idris. You say yeah. Idris. Yeah, like, I don't know. I don't know. I was just curious because I, I was like, I, I figure I guess we're on a podcast when we're well, talking about British. popular culture. We should probably know, oh, I don't know. actors' names. But anyways, yeah. I'm just saying. It's like people say Jake Gyllenhaal, but then I forget Jake Gyllenhaal was like on some show. And he was like, how do you say your last name? Is it Gyllenhaal? And he was like, that was actually what? pretty close to the way it's supposed to be. Yeah. I don't know. So like I, I, everybody's messing up me. actors, superstars names all the time. They just have oh, to deal with it. Oh, oh somebody got me the other day. Oh, I'm not trying to say I'm that big of a celebrity. Somebody said Rutherian. What? <laughs> <laughs> I went into somebody's and I like rated somebody and they were like, 
hey, what's up, Rutherian? And I'm like, wait, what? Did you just say my name like that? <laughs> and I was like, oh. unraid immediately. Yeah, unraid. <laughs> Un- how do I unrage you? No, it was so funny. I was like, what the fuck? How do you not? But I, like, I wasn't trying to be mean. It was just funny. They were like, what's up, Rutherian? And then he kept saying it. And I'm like, wait a minute. He's saying my name. It's not my name. <laughs> so that happens to me like fairly often as well. Like I'm playing a game. People are like, yo, wicked. And I'm like, that's not what it says. There's a whole ass capitalized A right there. Like, what wicked. do you they're like, yo, wicked. Um, yo, they'll be like, oh, sorry. Uh, and then so like my my handle before used to be shrapnel ghost, right? Like mm-hmm. one word. Yeah. And people would be like, yo, sharp, sharpenel, sharp, yo, sharp. And it'd be like, yo, just and that's one of the reasons why I changed it. I was like, people are struggling. Like people just can't read. Like, yo, hey, yo, sharp. Like. That's not what it says. Like, so I had the same exact problem because on Xbox I was GameStop hater. It was GameStop H H E R, and okay. so and some people would call me Game. Well, I can't remember specifically how this happened, but people used to call me Game Stopper. One person called me that. I used to be called Game Stopper, Game Stopper, Game Stop. I just went with game, like my friends just started calling me GameStop. That's what was, was my name like for a long the longest time. But then oh I just, but then playing nba 2k i went to i think my handle is still gamestop hater on ps4 5 and xbox but yeah i i just pistol pete i'm like if you mess that up you know what there's you got more bigger problems to do <laughs> deal with yeah, i think the worst exactly. thing you could get is maybe if because some people they will take pete and they'll make it pd because i you know like oh uh, yeah because at the end yeah that's yeah. the worst you're gonna get though yeah I think. i'm fine with I, that other though. than that i don't know how they could not get it but who yeah knows? i don't mind being called pd i mean that's cool nah, nah, nah. yeah pete pd pistol <laughs> yeah it's cool actually i named myself pistol in uh in uh, stardew valley and then the farm is nerds adulton because you couldn't put a g at the end i was like that fit that's fitting <laughs> so yeah i was like oh nerds nerds adulton all right get that raid sticking out of your mouth with just a couple nerds adulting now yeah exactly <laughs> exactly <laughs> scooping up, these up. <laughs> yeah. yeah i gotta yeah. get out in the farm yeah. get up that pig scat you know what i'm saying <laughs> uh all right so um yeah okay i said uh something about top gun so Side note oh, yeah, about yeah, the reason, yeah. So Top Gun Maverick. So when I was a kid, that was like the movie my dad and I watched all the time. There's a few, there's a handful of movies that we just watched together all the time, and like Top Gun was like the movie that I, I watched. I used to watch the beginning because it was Danger Zone. That would play in the beginning of that movie, and then that like slow like guitar riff that plays in the beginning. Uh, that movie, like. I love that movie, and I never understood why they never made a sequel. So this is another. This is another where my expectations are sort of like whatever. It's Top Gun. The same people are coming back. Uh, I want to see it, and so I'm really excited for this one. I have no idea. I mean, Jerry Bruckheimer's coming back. Tom Cruise is back again. Like I said, I outside of him as a per, as a person and his Scientology shit, I love Tom Cruise as an actor. So I am on board 100 to bring it back. Josh, you said in our pre-show show, I think it was, say like, is Val Kilmer still alive? Uh, apparently, <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, uh, yes, he is. For those of he you is. that are wondering, he is still alive. <laughs> um, and uh, so Miles Teller is going to be in there. And I loved it because in the in the trailer, they're like, so for those who don't know, Top Gun is like synonymous for sweat. Like they're just sitting in rooms and just it's like super hot and they're sweating. And then they showed a clip of them all sitting around in this classroom or in, in this bay. And they're all like sweating and super hot. And one of the guys, I think it was Miles Teller, has the goose mustache. I mean, God, goose. Like I was, I think we talked, I don't know if we talked about that, but when we talked about like 
TV deaths. Goose like fucked me up as a kid. Like yeah, that was did. like you did, we did talk about that. Was that okay? Mm-hmm. That was mm-hmm. gut wrenching. So that was like almost like for me as a kid, like losing someone close to you. Like that was like my my dealing with loss. Like man, that's how much that movie meant to me. So that's kind of like why I'm really excited for Top Gun Maverick. I I I'm just everything about it just screams you know. For something for me to to watch that that that's interesting to me. And that's what I wanted yeah, to say about so Top Gun. I remember watching the when I watched the trailer for Maverick, the score. Oh yeah. my god! Like the the way that they did the, gong, the, the score, right? like they they updated it, like it's yeah. upgraded. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. oh my god, it's so good. I could just I could just listen to that in the like <laughs> just be in the room on the bed, just listening to that score over and over and over because of how good it is. I might but have to I'm just like, edit that into I'm the like podcast. A, I'm like, I'm like a uh, what's a, a score whore? Sure, we'll use that term. I feel like if <laughs> I like, like it, for example, I have no interest in watching Black Widow, but the score from the trailer, oh my god, yeah. it is so good! Oh my goodness, it's so good. I love when a film or a game or a show has like an amazing score or like musical theme. It's like a score can like incite emotions that like things Dude. you see can't. Inception, like, just, like Hans oh, Zimmer. Inception, oh like, my! I listen to. Just, gonna be, just cut all my oh my gods together. Oh <laughs> my god, dude, it's so good. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I'm with you 100. Hans Zimmer, like, I'll listen to. I'll put that when I'm studying or reading. I'll put on Hans Zimmer, and I literally will listen to like his playlist on on Spotify or on Amazon Music. I will listen to his music. I used to run um, when I put one. Uh, I, I would uh, I created a playlist specifically for running that was based on Hans Zimmer's uh, music. So I totally with you, man. <laughs> yeah, I was actually um, it's funny. I was talking to my buddy yesterday that I was we were in the gym, right? And I like to listen to like some tracks from like the Doom soundtrack, the Doom Eternal soundtrack, oh, or the Doom yeah. 2016 soundtrack. Because Good like stuff. when I'm working out, like I need to be upset. I need to be full of rage. Or else I'm I I can't do it. And my friend is like a psychopath. He's like, I'll be listening to the news. I don't care. And I'm like, you're crazy. You're a crazy person. I'll be like, I'm I'll, listen like... To, I'll listen to Tom Brokaw. I don't care. I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> I'm kind of like that too. I think I will listen to anything. I'm a big lo-fi guy, so I could listen to lo-fi hip hop and still work out. But that's just me. You guys know me. I'm like, I'm just so chill all the time. I think I'm just. So I think I smoked too much weed back in the day or something. I don't know. It's just I'm in a forever like chill state of mind now. But. Um, yeah, so that was my thing with Top Gun. There's a few other movies here that I'm excited for. I'm also excited. So check this out. All right, uh, where are we at? Uh, Dune. So I don't know if you guys know. Did you look at this cast list? So, um, the cast the, list is insane. Yeah, I will say that Timothy. Pretty yeah, like I didn't. Even, I was like, I I knew it. I just forgot. I probably had forgotten about it because they had pushed the movie back. But one, I said this before. It's got Dennis Villanueva who directed. Blade Runner 2049, which is my one of my favorite all-time movies. So I'm a huge fan of his. It's got Hans Zimmer, Josh. He's doing the music composing for that, so you should be happy for that. But it's got Timothy Chalamet. I think that's how you say his name. <laughs> Speaking of names. Uh, Zendaya. Rebecca Ferguson, who played the, the British agent in the last two Mission Impossible movies, for those who don't know. Jason Momoa. Oscar Isaac. Dave Bautista. 
Batista, Skellen Skarsgård, Javier Bardem. There's others that I'm probably missing, but man, that's crazy to me. So I, that's one of the reasons why I, I just I think this is going to be one of the things I'm looking I, forward to. I don't know anything else that Timothy Chalamet is in. Um, yeah, I can't think of the top of my head. Uh, you guys talk, and I will look it up real quick. <laughs> I can't. Um, well, it's still an all star. Like, there's some big names in here. I mean, I'm all about Oscar Isaac. So yeah, I remember. I remember watching No Country for Old Men and Javier Barden. Like anytime he talked, I would be like, I'd like fall asleep because I'm like so relaxed. I'm just like, Dude. oh, like my thing about Javier is like, okay, <clears throat> I don't want to say this because I feel like Josh is going to try to pull something quick on me. But like, I did four years of Spanish in high school, and so I really like Spanish stuff, and I have a guilty pleasure for watching Spanish films and TV shows. I do still have to have, I do still have to have like subtitles on, but like mostly (laughs) I can understand them. So like I watched a lot of Spanish like films, like dramatic films and like romantic films with him. So like, yeah, he's just got that very nice soothing voice. So like to see him like something like for the, yeah, like it's a trope. He really is like, uh, I watched him in a lot of movies like that. And then, so the first, some of the first times that you see him in American films, it was no country for old men or like he was in um 007 as the villain like very yeah. creepy villain with like the face thing yeah. like so to see him in that stuff i was like Ugh. and i'm like why do you come to america and make all this weird shit <laughs> like what yeah. are you doing but he's so yeah. talented um yeah, so that's is. what cracks me up about him but i think so. it's like a trope for like spanish speaking like i remember in a uh, toy story three i think it is in toy story three like oh when yeah, they switch buzz, buzz to spanish Oh my god, that's so like such a trope. Like, oh, so if, he's, he's, romantic. If, he's, if he's speaking, yeah. like he's just like, ay, mi amor, te voy a enseñar las, los, <laughs> las maravillas de las estrellas, and you're just like, it's like the old. Geez, will you calm down, Buzz? Oh my god. I mean, to be honest, though, like I can't say anything. I'm not impervious to it. That's one of the reasons that like Gomez Adams has always been like one of my crazy crushes. He is like that old, like dignified Spanish romantic, like I don't know, hero type whatever you mm. want to call it with the like fencing and the, the, I don't know, gentry or whatever gentlemanness of it. Yeah. Spanish. Uh, but, but it's the thing. I like it anyways. Yeah. <clears throat> He's cool. Oscar Isaacs is cool. Jason Momoa. Um, I liked the scars guards. I think they're all tremendously talented. The girl that grew up watching wrestling. I'm into Bautista. <laughs> Bautista around. He's cool. Yeah, um, yeah, that's the one thing that I they, they, you know they offered him a job in fa- in Fast and the Furious, and he was like, "No, I only make good movies." <laughs> Burn. Um, yeah, I thought that one was was interesting because I forgot about that cast. So um, that being said, all right. So before we go on to TV shows that are coming up, do you guys have any any other ones here that you wanted to uh, address or discuss before we move on? No? Um, I'm just looking at the list. I mean, I want to kind of want to talk about Mortal Kombat, but I'm more of just uh, I'm. Uh, it looks from what I could tell, it looks like a, uh, it's going to be pretty good. Uh, it looks like it's on the right path. Cautiously seen, optimistic. I haven't even seen a trailer for it. Is there a trailer for it? No, there, there. I don't think there is. No. But there's like no. screenshots and the actors, um, like produced James Wan is the producer. Uh, one James of the Wan, yeah. I think it's one that we're probably going to talk about later. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? 100%. 
Yeah, I think we're going to talk about it later. So I think like, yeah, I think there's nothing really. I want it like the quiet place. I didn't like the way the first one ended. So I'm kind of like, yeah. And the previews don't really and stuff like that. I don't know. I think a lot of this stuff we'll revisit later, like the Eternals. I think all that stuff will yeah. hit again when it gets closer. Those ones are towards the... Okay, cool. Yeah, I was going to say, those ones that are at the back end of 2021, so there isn't a whole lot of stuff uh, out there, but we know it's coming, so that's why I put it on there. But all right, let's move on to TV shows. Um, So, again, shotgunning these. So we got the... I put this as a TV show because I didn't really consider it a movie, but Justice League Snyder Cut. Um, Then you also have a lot of Disney MCU things come out. WandaVision, which I actually watched the two episodes. And then you have Falcon and Winter Soldier, Hawkeye, Loki. Those are coming out this year. Uh, Also on Disney Plus, you have the Book of Boba Fett. And then you have the Cowboy Bebop show, a live action show, which actually looks pretty promising. Um, I put Halo Infinite. That's not Halo. But the the Halo series is supposed to come out this year. And then the Amazon Lord of the Rings series. So I'll let you guys pick you know, out which you ones. You know I'm gonna be all over that Lord of the Rings. Yeah, I was gonna say I Halo for know. you. I was gonna say Halo for you. Uh I have a strong sense that they're gonna fuck that up, so I'm not gonna make any assumptions until after it's out. Gotcha. I understand. Um I watched WandaVision and I gotta say I was kind of like weirded out by the show, but it was entertaining and pretty interesting and all the callbacks to the old, you know, multicam uh studio audience shows out there like i dream of genie lucy um what's the other one the the other uh bewitched and those things so i thought it was really well done and they're definitely building up to something so i'm i i'm a sucker for mcu stuff i really like what they do like i i don't want to say that i have no expectations for mcu i actually have more of an expectation for for mcu stuff because i feel like do they do really well with the content that you know that they're given and so I, I, I thought that was interesting. So I don't know if you guys watched that, but I'm all in on MCU just in general. You know, hopefully there isn't fatigue though. That's what I'm worried about with with all the Star Wars stuff that they have that's coming out, the and all the Disney uh, MCU stuff that's coming out. I'm a little worried about that. The Snyder Cut is interesting because I, it's never been done before. You know, it's just, it's John Favreau's in charge of the Star Wars stuff. He can he can have it. <laughs> yeah i agree with you i think i think that uh he's supposed to be running the book of bubba fett which is supposed to be december of 2021 Good. so so yeah Good. right and um what's so actually <laughs> with the when april and i were watching star wars like and, and when boba goes in the sarlacc pit i was like that's it that's all you get from boba fett for like 30 more years she was like what the hell that sucks and i was like <laughs> i know so now you can understand when i freaked out we were watching mandalorian and i was like like freaking out <laughs> yeah is well there was a lot of um i want to say is it called extended universe stuff with him now yeah. which doesn't count so there was a lot of there's a there was a lot of the outside stuff that they had that built up the um the lore around that character but yeah uh 100 it's funny how how people don't realize how little some of these characters like their screen time was in the actual like films and stuff. So that's uh, kind of interesting, but um, I was a big fan of Cowboy Bebop. So, and John Cho is supposed to be playing him and yeah, I'm Spike. also, yeah, Spike Spiegel. I'm, I'm very interested in that because I think it's going to be tough to pull off. Cause when was the last time we've seen a live action uh, anime movie, like speed racer did it, which I heard was a, a a decent adaptation but then you also have things like ghost in the shell like 
which nah. bleh. yeah yeah um i think i think I, I mean i can't say much i didn't watch like in total cowboy bebop but i will say cowboy bebop compared to those other ones that you've listed and some other ones out there i feel like it's got such like potential though like as far as like storyline and like visuals it's i wouldn't say it's quite nor but it's definitely got like that Hollywood old school grit to it. Well, but, exactly. like new age anime shit. Like right, I think it's got so much potential. Cowboy Bebop doesn't have stuff that's like super fantastical that is hard to like nail yeah. down in like a real space. Unlike the stuff that they did with like Avatar, for example, which was just I hated every second of. Yeah. But and then there was <laughs> like a live action movie. F- in that aired in Japan about for Attack on Titan. And I don't know if you guys have watched Attack on Titan. Attack on Titan is awesome. But uh, the movie adaptation, the film, like hard screen stuff adaptation that they did for it was like hard to watch. Like the way that stuff was animated just felt like third rate. Like I didn't enjoy it. Mm. And then uh, so, but I feel like the world that Cowboy Bebop exists in is easier would be easier to achieve mm-hmm. in a live action basis. Like you could probably make like Cowboy Bebop is totally doable and it'll it'll be more believable as a live action film or series whichever one comes first or if they do spin-offs later if it gains traction. Um without having to need like if the anime never existed and you came up with this idea like it would still work. You know what I mean? I think I think, yeah, I think Cowboy Bebop, at least in my head, and I could be wrong, because like I said, I haven't watched it in total, but everything I've seen, the parts that I've seen, the all the references and things, Cowboy Bebop to me is somewhere between like 19, four, like 30s, 40s noir and like Blade Runner. Like it's got this nice middle ground aesthetic. Sure. And I think that's why it's got so much potential, because like yeah. literally, like you said, it's not too fantastical that they can't grasp but it's got enough cool stuff in it that they could integrate. And then as long as they have good writing and stuff like that, I think they'll be all right. They I just, just want to know yeah. how they're going to tackle the way that Spike moves in that show. Cause Holy fuck. Like, yeah, I think they could do I, it well, though. you know, it's so I'm sure Josh, you know this, but it's based his fighting style is Aikido, which was, or Jeet Kune Do, which is, which was developed by Bruce Lee. So that's why he moves. If you actually, I was watching some videos on, the, uh, I forgot the white dude's name that was his number one student. He actually had these uh, videos from the 70s. And if you have someone that studied under Jeet Kune Do and is like, a, is like well-versed in that martial art, I really think that it could show up on screen really well. It's insane, uh, the moves. If you ever watch a video on people like training and doing like the exercises and, and, and just the motions and stuff, it's fairly – I think it's done fairly accurately on the show – Animated wise, and I don't. I think it would translate very well on live action. Um, well, I, I mean, just I'm just trying. I'm trying to picture the actor with his hands in his pockets doing all this shit. You yeah, know what I mean, that's one thing. Uh, that's one thing that like like I find so like uh, not. I wouldn't say controversial, but it's like hard to follow or hard to translate. Is the way that characters move in general, like people, the way that people move in an anime, which is super unrealistic to how people move in real life, like with the anime running and all this crap. But you know what I'm saying? Um, So I feel like the way that, sure, he has like, it's like a legitimate 
martial art that he's doing in the show, but the way that his body physically moves can still be considered like the way that it's portrayed in an anime like way. Like, you know, that in anime people move and you're like, that's super cool. I wish I could do that. But like, you yeah, have no to one, really no one runs sense. like Naruto runs, but <laughs> exactly. No one does that. But I mean, I, yeah, I get what you're saying. I mean, <laughs> but I think overall, I think it's the tone. Like, as long as they hit on the tone, I get it. If they can get and the tone. Yeah, like Ruthie, I think you're one hundred percent, one hundred percent spot on when it comes into the world and the characters and stuff could translate, translate fairly easily onto screen if yeah. done properly. I think you're one hundred percent, one hundred percent spot. I can't talk today. One hundred percent spot on with that uh, <laughs> analogy. Um, and I think Josh, I think some of the things you say is like I'm thinking in my head when you're talking about that was in the movie. I don't know if you remember in the Cowboy Bebop movie there was that scene where he had the broomstick and he was fighting that chick. It was such oh, a great, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I could see how something like that you probably would want to put that in there, just kind of like call back to the fans, but it might be super difficult. But well, I guess we'll see. Um, but that's yeah, one we'll that I, yeah, I guess that's all we can really say, right? We'll see. But um, and it's all it's all if like if Cho is up to it, you know what I mean? Like if he's yeah. If he well, if he takes if he takes the role seriously enough to portray that believable spike, yeah, I think he it's will. Hard, dude, it's the tone, like yeah, because it. I think that's a hard thing. Like just nowadays in general, like let's be honest, nowadays in general, when you talk about like that, where it's like fighting films, in ge- like because you know, like they were huge, like in the nineties, early two thousands, mm-hmm. huge. But back then, film was different. Like it just was like. And nowadays, when you do a fighting film, you either have to take it like seriously, like buddy comedy. Like, let's be honest, you got to take it buddy comedy tone or you have to be like super like dark or sci fi. You know what I'm saying? Like you have to take it one way or the other. So they need to find like a good middle ground. Mm. Yeah. Or like pick a tone and stick with it or like, you know <clears throat> what I'm saying? They got to do that or like pick their moments to be funny because otwise it's going to come off like campy or you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, I understand. I understand what you're saying. So like they have to be like it has to be has like that comedic relief or it has to be like super tone serious. So like, well, okay, like look at it this way. The name of the film. Yeah. What were you saying? Go ahead. I was going to say, like, look at it this way. Uh, Let's look at um, Jackie Chan films. Okay, like his brand versus like, let's say um, Ip Man or IP Man. The very difference. Like you have to do the fighting movies like that one way or the other. Like there yeah. is a balance there. And if you lean too far one way or the other, you have to like commit. Yeah. So I like, I think that like every single fighting movie that Jackie Chan has ever done involves him saying, I don't want to hurt anybody, but then he just breaks <laughs> everybody's arms in the room. <laughs> yeah. But he does it with like umbrellas and paintbrushes. Yeah. So it's okay. Chairs, ties, belts, curtains. It's all I don't a care. He's a fucking human treasure to me. He yeah, can like he the fact that he can pick up anything in a room and use it to his advantage. Like I don't care if it's a movie thing or not. I think he's so freaking smart and talented. Yeah. And, and cool. he has this crazy like worried face the whole time. He's like Ooh, the whole fight scene. He he's does. like Ooh, Ooh, he does the whole time. It's too much. Okay, sorry, we're getting off tangent. No, no, I'm I'm, just, I'm actually I'm loving it. I'm enjoying the Lord the of the Rings. Okay, so. the other thing, Lord of the Rings. Uh, we just talked about this in the daily discussion in the in the server. Like, I feel like TV fantasy, like fantasy f- TV, like fantasy mm. genre on TV is hit or miss. And it usually is so underrated. So I want to see if like Lord of the Rings can change that. 
Yeah, I mean, Game of Thrones kind of came out of nowhere and threw it on the map and then stumbled at the end, you know. It's not the same, though. Yeah, it stumbled at the end in general. But yeah. But I can't think I of anything. I mean, you guys. It stumbled. It fell off the pedestal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but like, I mean. Come on. They had like HBO budget. It was like movies. Like, let's be honest. It was like movies. It was not like a TV show. At, at, one, to- well, at one time, each episode, like, I think from like season like four and up, they had plus $10 million budget per episode. Well, yeah, because they were making money hand it's over insane. fist. insane. <laughs> yeah, they were. They had everything like they well, one, they had a great big budget going in there. Well, right. so here's my thing. And this is sort of off topic, but imagine what it would take to end that show and how much time you would need to end it appropriately. Like, you know, like I that's when I started thinking it was so grand in scale and to tie up all these like things like who John Stowe's parentage is and how what it, does it really mean? And just everything in that show, I think, would have been nearly impossible to pull off a decent ending that you know that it deserved and i think D D, the guys you know the producers uh they just wanted to sort of move on to something else and it sucked because it, they, i think they could have done a better job but i just i think if you think about it what what would it take for how many years and how much more would it take to give us an ending to that show that we wanted or i guess lack for a better term deserved you know for that well, show yeah i mean be waiting, honest, they were waiting a good for, for it they were waiting for George R. R. Martin to finish too. Like they were like, we oh, have yeah. to we have to think on our feet with how this show is going to progress because the source material isn't even done. Well, you saw what happened when the source material they, they caught up to the source material and they had to do it on their own. It kind of went to shit. So exactly, that's what I'm saying. Like they yeah. had to think on their feet about what they wanted to do. I'm just saying, but imagine like um, John Snow, right? Uh, what's the actor's name that plays him? Just uh, Kit Harrington. Yeah, Kit Harrington. Kit Harrington. He was saying that he had to keep his hair a certain length and for over what eight years now like he had to keep it at that length these actors all probably would were ready to move on to do something else you know like imagine doing that show of oh, 10 to yeah. 15 years There's i'm a just lot of shows that are like that though yeah but that one is i would that, say as far as like aesthetically it is more grueling i will give you that like wearing the big heavy clothes the like the beard and like I don't know. I guess the hair and the thing stuff kind of makes me be like, oh, my God, you couldn't right, right. hair for eight fucking years. <laughs> yeah. Like, give me a fucking break. You made millions <laughs> of dollars. Get over it, buddy. Like, and to be honest, there's enough they do with CGI in a way it shouldn't have been an issue at all. But I get it. They wanted, like, I'm, the gritty aesthetic, like, the real world aesthetic. I get it. Yeah, I'm just saying you also have all the people, like, that are on set. I, I know if you guys watched the the making of like the final season they had like this documentary and like all the stuff they had to go through and to make these make these episodes and it's just this grueling and it wasn't like friends or like big bang theory you know what i mean so i'm just saying i think that that if to get the ending that everyone wanted would have been really tough and then just giving the grandiose and how much they've built out that show that it would have been really, really difficult, nearly impossible to come to an ending that would have been, that would have sufficed. That's basically what I'm saying. I could be wrong, but that's well, just my, that, my Well, thought. no, I agree with you, but and that's why I said, I think TV shouldn't have been its medium. Uh, it you think they should have just done movies? I think they should have just done movies, to oh, be honest. Interesting. Like, um, come on, like they did it with Lord of the Rings and stuff like that. So really there's no excuse. I don't know why HBO and people picked it up. I think it's because they didn't well, realize how big it would be. Yeah, but they probably made a lot more money. I don't know how to look into it. They probably made a lot more money. Uh, well, yeah, because of how long and then all of the yeah. other stuff. Because they did it over eight years. As yeah. opposed to a movie, if you think like Lord of the Rings, they did three movies and they have three big pops. 
to make money and then they'll have residuals. Doing it in TV like they did, they had several years. And it was like during a whole season, not just like the movie release like in, let's say, November and you get the hype in October, November, and then you get some like December runoff and then everybody's waiting for the next one. This one you had like what? What was it? Like eight weeks where it's like every Sunday or something, whatever day it was of the week. Yeah. Yeah. So like there you got like two months of solid stuff like that. And then the buildup, the after the runoff. And then after that, people are like, no, it's <laughs> over. Now we have to wait six months. Like, you know, like, so I, I just feel like for what they tried to do and how grandiose, like you said, that they tried to be, they should have just done movies because it was grueling and unnecessary in that sense. And I feel like it got so over the top. They basically were movies at the end. Like weren't the last episodes like hours and a half long. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like basically movies, mm-hmm. but they just did it. You know, it was like made for TV movies, <laughs> but it's so much bigger nowadays. Like, so I just think it was the wrong medium choice and it was yeah. a lot of pressure that was unnecessary, but made a lot of money. That's probably why they did it. I get it. Yeah. I wouldn't group that into fantasy setting though, because like I said, they, like, let's be honest, it was just medieval. And then number two, they relied a lot on like the sex and the drama as opposed to what a real fantasy thing would be like, like Lord of the Rings, which does have drama, doesn't rely a lot on the sex and it does have magic and other things that are more fantasy based. Different species. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like different species. Orcs, the same, elves. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, although they did have the tree people, you know, and the, the white walkers, but um, all right. Yeah. So let's move on to the video games that we have left. Let's spend the next 15, 20 okay. minutes to close it out on the video games. I did this purposely because we talk a lot about video games and I wanted to kind of um, stray away and talk more about movies and TV before we got into the video games. I still think we're heavy video game talk though. Um, I'm just, I'm just so happy that we talked primarily about game of Thrones when we talked about Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> that's what, that's what makes me so happy. God um, damn it, Game of Thrones. Yeah. And it was it was more of us just hating on it a little bit. Uh but uh all right, so video games coming out in twenty twenty one. Um I was a big fan of Diablo three, so we got Diablo four, which is supposed to come out in November. Josh, this one I put on here for you specifically, God of War Ragnarok, which is coming out uh twenty twenty one. Come on. No release date. Uh, for me, Horizon Forbidden West because I love the Horizon Zero Dawn. That's supposed to come I mean, out. I'm, exci- I'm excited for it too. I mean, yeah. I well, you're, yeah, you're playing it now. Currently, the uh, Zero Dawn. So, um, Breath of the Wild Two is rumored to be released this year. There has been almost zero to nothing when it comes to that game uh, outside of a, uh, a trailer and some screenshots here and there. Uh, Halo Infinite got pushed back to 2021. Josh, I think you have some thoughts about that. Then we got Resident Evil Village, which I am behind on my Resident Evil, uh, like current, like what's going on in that universe, but it looked really good and I really enjoyed the remakes. So, and then Returnal is a game that I'm really interested in because it's very Souls, I think the term is Souls Light, where you carry stuff over after you die. So I'm really excited about about the um, about Returnal. For the, it's a PS5 exclusive. So, all right, which one of those are you guys most interested in in uh, have thoughts on? I mean, you already know. I mean, I'm excited for all of these. To be completely honest with you. Um. Ruthie, did I miss any for you? <laughs> Mass Effect, jackass. Oh, oh! <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> 
And I asked, I specifically asked you which one should I put on, and you told me to put that on, and I didn't. I so, all right. <laughs> I'm just kidding. And there was two, like the remastering and the new stuff. You are like you are one thousand percent correct. Mass Effect should be on, <laughs> no, there. and I'm I'm gonna type it on there like, oh, yeah, like, I know. Uh, <laughs> it was. Oh, you put Nass. Yeah. <laughs> no, um, no, it's um. I am excited about like that really is what I'm most excited about. I want to see what they're doing. I want to see the remaster more than anything. I can't wait to play it. I'm totally going to stream it because it like it is literally my favorite franchise video game ever. Um, and I want to see the new stuff that they're coming out with. I want to see what they do. Um, do they, is that, this supposed to come out this year, though? Like, I'm, um, I don't So re- the remastering, I believe, is March and okay. the new game People are saying like it's going to come out like this year. I really, if it does, it's going to be towards the end of the year. There's no way it's coming out that close after the remaster. Not when we barely got it. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot you're right about the remaster because I was, I never played through three. I played like halfway through. I didn't repeat it. So I'd be really interested to play a remaster. I'd, I'd play a remaster. I played the first one like I think three or four different times just playing oh, it through. I played them all yeah. so many times. So I want to see what they remaster. Like the biggest remaster is going to be on the first. Because there is a big jump in like mechanic change in visuals between one and two. So I think yeah. that's what we all want to see. We want to see one and then we're happy to see what they do with two and three and see what they maybe change. Because I've heard they they did fix some things. So I just want to play it all again though. I started like a couple Hopefully of Hopefully fix like the, what is it? The, the vehicle... What was it? The vehicle? The uh, Mako? Yeah. Oh, hopefully they fixed <laughs> Nobody that. Nobody liked the Mako in that oh. first one. <laughs> oh, my all. God. That was the worst. Yeah, Other than bouncing that. all around. <laughs> Planet, oh. get off. <laughs> yeah, no, I got you. So uh, I'm excited about that. As far as this other list, like, I'm like the worst about, but I would say out of all this, probably the two that I'm most interested in looking at are Diablo 4. I played the shit out of Diablo 3. Right. I really did. Like when I was more like on console, I played so much with my friends. It was not something I thought I'd be into. Yeah, because into because you're you're PCMR now, so like, yeah, yeah, you, pretty you've, much. You've converted. Just, just gonna stop fighting it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Diablo Four, I want to see what they do because it may be something that I get into. Because three, I picked up and I didn't realize, and I just went with it. I was grinding that thing like all the time. Um, so I want to see about four, and then the other one is. I want to see what they do with, I want to see horizon just to see it. I haven't played the first one though, but like I'm going to get it and play it because everybody's told me I'm going to love it. And a little bit I've seen, like, I think I'm going to really, really like it. So I'm interested in just seeing those. It is good. Oh yeah. No, everybody I know that's like, I, like, honestly, I literally haven't talked to anybody that's played it. And it's like, uh. I know some people are like, the story is so good. It's so great. I literally went into a stream for my friend. She didn't change the title. And it was Horizon Zero Dawn she was playing. And I literally went in and I went, wait a minute. Is this Horizon Zero Dawn? And then like literally it was a plot point where something bad was happening. And these two characters were talking. And she's just like, yeah, have you ever played it? And I went, no. And she went, oh, my God. And she stopped her whole stream. And she was like, dude, you do not want spoilers. Yeah. That's she was funny. just like, yeah. She was like, you do not want spoilers. She's just like, are you going to play this game? And I'm like, yeah. And she goes, she goes, I hate to say this. She's like, but you should leave my stream right now. She's like, she's like, because you don't want spoilers. And I was just like, what? And I was just like, okay. And I did leave the stream, but she was just, and then later she's like, I'm sorry, but like that moment you came in without context is so crazy and intense and such a big part of the game. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. <laughs> it was funny. So I'm excited about seeing 
for I want to see what Forbidden West, what they like, what's coming next for it. Well, they have they have a Zero Dawn, right? And then they have uh, Frozen Wilds, which is a DLC for it, mm-hmm. um, which I have yet to purchase, but I intend on doing so once I complete Horizon Zero Dawn. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Forbidden West is going to come, but I'm probably going to have to fucking wait until I'm able to purchase a PlayStation Five. So, yeah, because I still don't have one. (laughs) 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 Everywhere is all the same. No, we don't have it. Every single place is all the same. They don't have. Oh, we don't have a PlayStation five. Well, I guess I'm not playing the games I want to play. Fucking goddamn it. Yeah. Yeah. um, I think the other one on here. I mean, see, it's crazy. A lot of this stuff is like a lot of this stuff I'm seeing PS, PS, PS4, PS5. And I'm like, not a lot of Xbox or PC in here, but I think a lot of stuff probably will. I'd like to know which, um, what Xbox games besides Halo did I miss? I'm curious to know. I don't really play Halo. I don't know. Because. Don't ask me. The Eternal <laughs> sounds good, though. A first person, a third person shooter science fiction psychological horror video game. Yeah. Yeah. It's like very. So. I think it comes out this year as well, but I'm kind of excited for it. Is like the medium. Hmm. I don't know if you guys have seen that. No, no that looks anything. that looks really interesting. So it's like this person, she's a medium, and she balances like her investigation between hmm. the. I guess we can, for the sake of uh, context, the upside down. Like she switches, okay, to, in okay. order to expose different parts of like her path, and then she switches back to the regular realm, like. And that's how that's how it goes. But it's like a psychological horror game. That sounds so, cool. I mean, yeah. like they scare the shit out of me, but I like it's the thrill of playing them, I guess. I Resident Evil, Resident guys, like, Evil Village seems like it's going to be fun. I mean, it looks it looks the one good. The post about that tall lady everybody's freaking out about. You guys didn't see that. What? Yeah, I don't what know. Tall woman. Um, the lady with the sun hat. Yeah. Yeah. Her like apparently. People are like making fun of it and people are like, everybody's freaking out about this post. But really, a lot of people were also retweeting and they're like freaking out. Yeah, that's a funny way to say horny, you know, or something like that. Because basically, (laughs) she's like this huge girl, like she's big, tall. She looks like a prim and proper nanny sort of woman. And then, you know, she's got the bosom out. She's a vampire chick. And so people were like losing their minds in a lot of different ways. And the big joke was that they're like scare roused, you know, and stuff like that about her. So I've only seen funny. like one picture. It's just she's just wearing a white, like yeah. It's it's just the angle perspective dress. makes her look oh. like she's like a foot taller than the other chicks. And oh so, god! Yeah, so it was just like this. Leave thing. it, leave yeah. it to the internet. Okay, I know what you're talking about now. It's that lady in the tall hat with the big boobs, right? Yes. Yeah, big, yeah. 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 Okay, I could totally see yeah. that. You know, internet. Yeah, like, yeah. So basically, that's the internet blew up and stuff, and people were like, and like, I I think a lot of it was more just like for the meme, but it was funny and stuff like that because the trailer was blowing up and people were like, people are freaking out over this trailer, and then people took the joke of like, we know why they're freaking out. It has nothing to do with the game. Like, ha ha ha. You know. So it's pretty funny. Yeah, I will just I'll say so I don't think did I say this in our resolution thing? I I'm trying to refrain from buying more games as well. So out of this list, I probably will buy Returnal at when it goes on sale. I don't know if I'll get it at launch. I may because I'm hurting for some PS5 
like true PS5 games. So that that may be uh, a purchase for me. It, it will be eventually. Her, Horizon Forbidden West will be a 100% purchase at release, and so mm-hmm. will Ragnarok. But Diablo, I'm with you on Diablo 4 because when I had it on PC and it was like a debacle when Diablo 3 first launched, it was like nearly unplayable. But when it came to 360, oh boy, I put so many hours in that game i was doing like game save hacks where you could like edit your inventory and stuff and like i put so much time i loved diablo diablo 3 on the 360 so that's all i'll say i'll probably buy yeah yeah when it came to consoles um 100 um but yeah i'll probably buy horizon forbidden west god god of war ragnarok and then halo halo infinite I don't know because that's supposed to be uh pc as well because all all xbox series x uh, games are supposed to be on PC simultaneous game, release. Because of the Game Pass stuff? Yeah, so that's what it... Yeah, that's what it's supposed to be. Yeah. So So I may actually play Halo Infinite because I just... I like Halo, and it's been a long time, so if it's good, I, I will play it. But, um, yeah, I want a Metal Gear remake, Josh. I do. He put that in the notes. <laughs> I would love... Yeah! <laughs> and we have to throw in our Metal Gear reference for the day, so... Revive it! Yeah, um, I would go. I would like to see an original Metal Gear like remake, completely like first Metal Gear, not Metal Gear Solid, but the Metal Gear from the M- MSX system and Metal Gear Two. Oh, so like when he goes to Zanzibar Land. Yeah, yes, yeah, I would yeah, like yeah, to. Yeah. I would like to see that. I don't need Solid, but um, so we can't trust you. You're excited about Mission Impossible and yes, Fast and the Furious. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> don't trust me don't trust my taste in anything so, so uh, um um so i feel like i feel like people shit i feel like if they do the nes version for metal gear it's gonna be hard for people to follow because it's not big boss i don't know if you know that what i you thought that know. was Wait, so I don't know. We we can we'll divide. This is not the topic. We're this. We're about to go. I can already feel it. We're about to go deep into this rabbit this hole. This is the rabbit this hole. Is not, After we're done recording, I'll t- we'll talk. The tea yeah, this, party's over, boys. Yeah. We're not going down the rabbit hole today. Okay? Yeah, this is. I, I felt it. I felt Literally. it. I, whenever you bring up Metal Gear and you start talking about the story, it's like, okay, hold up. How much hold time up. we got? Uh, but yeah, I don't have anything else for the video game releases. Those are the biggest ones that I can think of. I probably missed another big one out there, but those are the ones that um, I was really interested in. I thought were the had the most talking points. So um, I don't have anything else for today's episode. Is there anything else that I missed, or is there anything else that we that we should have brought up, or forever hold your peace until two weeks later? <laughs> so I know that uh, they're making a new Silent Hills too. Like they're 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 gonna do that. It's not been botched. They're going to do it. But it's... Yeah, I, I remember hearing about that, but is that supposed to come out this year? Because that would be cool if it I, did. I don't know if it's going to be this year. That's... Uh, there's a what? lot of... Release it when it's ready. <laughs> I'm just saying there's a lot of cool games that are in development, but 2021 seems like an interesting year. Like, I don't know. I feel like last year there was... Obviously, Cyberpunk was a huge one. And then, you know, there was other other games as well. But I feel like... There's not as many this year. No, go ahead. No, you know, what I'm interested in is, I know we didn't really talk about this, and I don't want to, like, bring the mood down, but what I am interested in is I want to see, because I know that people are cautiously optimistic and or just like, this is what we're fucking reserved to now. 
But like with 2020, so many people and so many developers and companies doing so much like work from home or like remote working. I'm wondering this year, like how things are going to continue to go. And like, if we get the vaccines and stuff like that, like what is going to go down for this year and how is that going to change how things are developed and done? Like, are people going to continue to do remote? I mean, so I just, I'm interested accidents, in that. All that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, I'm just interested in that. We didn't really talk about it. And it, I guess it's not really nerd news, but it will affect how all this stuff is made and release dates and things like that. So I think that's why I'm interested in seeing. Yeah, I think that is a, that is a, a very good point. Um, that being said, I think that we have hit all the, the big things that are coming out in 2021. I almost said 2020. I'm still <laughs> dealing with that. But uh, yeah, I think that's uh, that's all I have for, for now. Uh, I just want to thank everyone that just hanging out with us in Discord. Uh, for those of you that are listening, you can join us, join our Discord. It should be in the description below or wherever you get your podcast. It's in the, it will be in the description. All of our social media should be on there. If not, go to nerdsadulting.com. It's all there. Um, and tell us what you think about the show. I would love to hear it. Ruthie and Josh, this has been a ton of fun. I look forward to the next couple of weeks when we, when we reconvene and talk about something nerdy. All right. So All right, everybody, st- stay nerdy and don't be shitty. Yep. <laughs> Adios.